those who are able to see beyond the shadows and lies of their culture will never be understood, let alone believed by the masses. Plato. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 17, On the Road to Freedom. Uh, today, we are going to start off February by talking about the situation in Canada. Honk, 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 honk. Uh, that basically sums it up. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so I think from the honking... You guys can figure out what the heck we're about to talk about. And it's very important that we preface this. I personally do not give a crap what our listeners are politically. I don't care. The goal of this podcast is to make any young man or woman, any young individual to improve their station in life. I'm going to preface that episode with this. That is the point of this podcast. If you take it out of context, I'm sorry to hear that, but that's what this is for. So, hope you enjoy. Don't get uh, don't get too crazy, and hopefully we can have a genuine and civil, um, more of a more of an observational episode of what we personally saw when we went to Ottawa. And some of the background context for this uh, trucker convoy. And I will preface it by saying both of us do believe in the freedom of not having mandates for these, um, whatever you want to call them. But you know what I'm talking about. We do not believe in these mandates. And that's how we'll we'll preface it. Yeah, the, the main there, goal of this is to is to show you the importance of you know standing on your convictions, mm-hmm. having principles, you know, showing up and, and, and fighting for something. And yes. in a not in a political, can, like in a legitimate political solution absolutely kind of way, nonviolent way. Nonviolent, um which is respectful. actually more powerful. Uh, it is more powerful. I think so. No, historically, it is more powerful because it, then Definitely. the your opposition uh, cannot use it as like ammo against you to say, oh, these are violent, dangerous people. It's the reality is anyone can be violent and dangerous. It actually takes a very strong individual to not act on uh, their anger impulses. Right. I'm, I'm very proud of I am very, very proud of the fact that these people who went to this convoy, this freedom convoy have been egged on um, very clearly egged on by, let's say bad actors. I won't even call them out directly, just bad actors, just generally lying individuals. And they have been more than well behaved, more than well behaved based on our experiences. I've seen zero altercations of any kind other than um, legitimate federal operations, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> Anyways, I'm very proud of, of what's happening right now uh, in Ottawa. And if you're yeah, a Canadian, I hope you are too. If you're an American, if you're anywhere in the world, I believe there will be a convoy in your nation. 
And yeah. if you are coming against, soon. yeah, coming soon to a city near you, hog, hog, <laughs> and it is it is much louder than that. Trust me, it is a oh, yeah. it is a it is a, absolutely a nuisance. But the squeaky wheel gets the oil. That's the point here. So we are squeaking our fucking wheels loud. Aren't they bringing in a train horn or not uh, a ship's horn? Hell yeah, dude! And that's loud. That's gonna that's gonna oh, squeak man. some that's gonna squeak some wheels. That's gonna turn some heads. Hopefully, no one goes deaf. To be honest, I think I think people might go deaf this weekend. So you might want to bring some earphones or something if, yeah, you, if you're bring, planning bring on going plugs. down um, to Ottawa. If you're in Ottawa, you should probably wear some earplugs. Uh, funny enough, like driving home, uh, anytime I'd open the window, I heard honking. Mm. Like it would just sound like there was honking. I think because like the memory of like, just the you know constant when you, honking. Yeah, the <laughs> constant honking. You know when you stare at something for too long, and then you look away and you can kind of see like a refraction of the image. That mm. that was like the honking in the window for me. Yeah, it was literally like we were trying to coordinate, like call, like call people and say, "Well, where are you right now?" You literally couldn't talk on the phone because it was just constantly honking <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty pretty funny. I saw some pretty pretty good memes, pretty good videos, you know. It's mm. good, man. It's good. And and the beautiful thing is like it was it was family friendly, which is oh, awesome. Absolutely. You saw like families, uh friends just chill, like people chilling. Like Tons again, probably bring bring your headphones if you're bringing kids, bring your noise-proof headphones for your kids. You don't want them going deaf. Um but uh you know, it's absolutely family friendly. Uh it was very tame during the day. And again, just, I'm just so proud. Mm-hmm. I'm just so proud at these, at these Canadians, but I feel like not cherry right now. Um, <laughs> when like Canada wins a gold medal, this is actually what it feels like right now. So absolutely, we're excited. We're really excited to talk about this, man. Yeah. We should just, always so just get into like uh, the background. Cause some people, yeah, might absolutely. Not know, Why don't you take it away? Might not even know what's going on. Um, yeah, so if you don't don't know, basically January 15th uh was a bit of a fateful day in uh Canada. They introduced a mandate for truckers crossing the US Canada border, which was previously um open so that they could continue the supply chains. Mm-hmm. But January 15th they ended that mandate and now about 15% of the truckers who regularly cross the border. Uh, and I've got some numbers here. There's about 160,000, uh, drivers in the U S and Canada who regularly cross the border. 26,000 of them, uh, were unvaccinated when on January 15th and probably didn't plan on getting it. Uh, cause if they waited that long, then who is so, yeah, they come up with this mandate um, on January 22nd, starting the first one started in British Columbia in uh, Prince Rupert. A uh, convoy of trucks with the intention of going to Ottawa to block off the streets until um, freedom improves, as they say. Until I love the mandate's that. Ended. Freedom improves. Yeah, that's um, And I'd also slogan. like to say... Uh, I wouldn't, so I like to say like, you know, some of these truckers probably are, you know, vaxxed, but here's the thing. They're unwilling to live in a society that you need to show your papers. That's the point. They're more than unwilling to live in a society 
that need to show their papers, right? So it's not about the point is it's not about your it's not about your choice. It's about the fact that the choice you make is going to prevent you from working. That's the point, right? Mm. I personally don't care if you as an individual decided to get something. I don't care. When you as an individual say I need to get something in order for you to survive, yeah, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> you can absolutely without a doubt go fuck yourself. I don't care who you are. No one's putting something inside me that I don't want. Mhm. Yeah, like Anyways. that's it comes down to basic bodily autonomy and yeah. And personal responsibility which we seem to abdicate. Yeah. Rapidly true. in Canada, no one wants to be responsible for themselves. Everyone wants to shift the blame onto someone else and it's like Grow oh, yeah. up happens so often. It happens Grow too, up. way too often. Life sucks. It's not fair. And you can choose to wallow about. You can choose to, you know, help your situation by, you know, doing something, taking some action. Or you can sit around and try to blame someone else. And blaming someone else, I guarantee you, will not get you too far in the short term or in the long term. So grow up. Take responsibility for your freedom. And get on the road. Mm. Anyways. Yeah, so after this, the first convoy started, um, multiple other convoys also started. Uh, in the East Coast, Canada, um, one came from the U.S. with U.S. truckers. Uh, more in Alberta, more from the West, Saskatchewan. Um, all with the same destination, Ottawa. And uh, I'll also add that like, there's even more starting now, like, not even close to all the truckers are there, by the way. No, some there's got stopped. Way, there's way more on the way. Um, what, so one misconception that I wanted to clear a little bit. Uh, a lot of people or a lot of the media articles are saying, like, for example, the Trucker Association said, well, we think that some of them are, are not, uh, not just talking about the, the cross-border mandate. They want to end all COVID mandates, which is true. Yes. This, this is absolutely mandates. the goal is to end every and single mandate. mandate. End all the mandates. They're not and leaving they until they end all the mandates. And that's for businesses. That's for schools. That's for churches, which are if yeah. whichever churches have been doing that, shame on them. You know, shame that's on all for, these places that are willing kids to do wearing this masks. Stuff. All of that needs to end. And the truckers and now do not force people to do something they don't want to do. No, it's different when you say, you know, this is the point, and this is what the point I make with people. It's different when you have a law that says, do not do this thing. Okay, that's mm -hmm. fine. That makes sense, right? Do not do this thing because we know it's harmful and it's, we know it's bad for people. When you yeah. say you have to do this thing in order to live, yeah, no thanks. No thank yeah. you. That's not law. That's, that's not, that's beyond law. That's compulsion right now, right? That's no. Yeah. That's not okay. And I know, you know, Canada's not the greatest country for freedom of speech and any of that stuff, but at the very minimum, they, we used to at least not tell people what they have to do, what they have to put into their bodies. Cause that is just unacceptable. It's unacceptable to me. Um, Definitely. you know, the fear mongering campaign from the media, the government coercion tactics that they've been using, it is 
it's gross. It's gross, <laughs> dude. Like yeah. you got like that's like some rapist level shit. <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. I, I that's the so best. True. Like, like no 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 i have to get inside of you i have to be inside of you it's like what the dude what the if someone said that to you you'd clock them in the face right away it's like what the fuck are you saying dude no you don't have to be inside of me you're a creep literally harvey weinstein let me let me stick in you or you lose your job (laughs) or you lose your job yeah no thanks bro (laughs) just because my government's telling me to do it yeah i don't think so man the morals don't change if it's on a, on a federal level. It's morals are morals. Mm. It doesn't matter if they're on a governmental level. All right. I agree. It's like, um, it's the concept of negative rights. You don't have a right to make somebody do something. You only have a right to not have something happen to you. So absolutely. You have the right. Yeah, to exactly. Not, not take this. You don't have the right to make somebody take it or force them to lose their job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and terrible. and people don't like to talk about it because again it's you know people don't necessarily men have to advocate for themselves and I think that's important you know we should, we can't Definitely. be weak we have to advocate for ourselves but when men lose their livelihood they essentially lose their life hmm. they lose their main purpose which is like to provide for their family so yeah exactly just understand you take away a man's livelihood and you don't give him the ability to perform work and, and get money and provide it for his family, you are killing him. It's not a joke. You are absolutely killing him. There's no two ways about it. You're one way or another. It's either monetary depression. Um, when you do something to someone that's out of their control and they can't do anything about it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're essentially killing them when it comes to livelihoods, uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to purpose, uh, driven things. Um, I, and I can't, I don't condone murder. So, <laughs> yeah neither do i let's that's, just say i that's don't bad. condone murder so but that's really why, why these truckers are willing to go so far like they've taken away they, they've got nothing left to lose so what, what else are they supposed to do yeah and a lot of people have lost their jobs over this because they simply just refused and those people are probably in ottawa right now too yeah i hope so i hope they are and god bless them uh, absolutely so yeah so we have all these convoys starting um you know about the week before last weekend on their way to ottawa the government says it's just a a small fringe minority of the truckers it's not going to be a big (laughs) it's not going to be a big deal yeah Uh, but it's literally like the elephant in the room it's it's so big it's just gaining traction there's a gofundme it's it's getting up into the millions 10 million uh, not, and it got that's frozen, 10 million now and it got frozen yeah. i believe for the second it's time frozen, but fro- frozen for now but i was thinking about that that's just gonna make like people direct their energy and hatred towards big tech and stuff too they'll give more they'll give more money people are gonna I, give there's more so money. much people are going down with like sandwiches like i saw mm-hmm. people making sandwiches and just handing them out on yeah. the hill like they will just go gas. and do it themselves. Yeah, gas. I've seen people just bringing jerry cans. You buy a jerry can, you fill it with gas, maybe a hundred bucks. That's a real donation, right? Or diesel, mm-hmm. right? You have a yellow jerry can for diesel usually, but uh, that's the reality, man. This is a grass. This is beyond like a grassroots level of things. I've heard people starting to call it the the faz, which is like a joke <laughs> about the um. 
if people had heard about the Chaz or Chop, which were like, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever <laughs> autonomous zone. We have FAS, which is the Parliament Hill autonomous zone. So we need our we need to support FAS. <laughs> uh Freddie Fazbear Truckers. That's a little my my FNAF <laughs> players will get that reference. But um, you know, people will support these truckers and 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 the it's very clear the narrative is shifting because you had not thousands, probably across Canada, millions of people sitting at overpasses, waiting for trucks yeah. to go by with cheering flags, with signs. Yeah, cheering them on. I drove um, home that day. And every single bridge had uh, at least ten people. Yeah, on that's on with the flags Sunday, right? and cheering. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, and that was like again, like that was away from the convoy. That was like after it even began fully. So yeah, exactly. You can imagine on the way there, and and there's very clear video of this. I really, guys, you know, if you don't believe us, that's fine. Do yourself a favor if you don't believe us. Go watch live streams of the actual um, convoy. Just go. There is probably you know dozens, like dozens of individual streamers who went out and were streaming the event like basically live the whole thing, mm-hmm. um, literally the whole thing. Uh, like for morning tonight, you could probably see streams. There is drone footage of all the people of all the cars just in the first days. And I know for a fact that there's more truckers, like we were saying, there's more truckers coming. There was some that got stuck in Alberta. I think they're on their way now. Um, you know, people are coming back for this weekend. There's going to be more yeah. and more people. Um, and I'll also say, I believe there will be counter protests this weekend. Um, just remember up to this date, up to February 4th, it will be tomorrow. Um, yeah. The day we release this, February 4th, there has been no violence from the trucker convoy. There have been a couple incidences of like stupid things happening. And again, I don't think that's not the spirit of the convoy. Like less than 10 no, idiots no, doing no. stupid shit is not the spirit of the convoy. So yeah, I'm not even going to associate those people with that. But just understand, um, there has not been violence up to this date. So if there is violence, you can expect it was not caused by the truckers. You can expect it was agitated by these counter-protesters that are about to come and whatever they want to do. We know what Antifa does. We know what their tactics are. Um, Definitely. They are relatively organized. They will try to cause some shit. If you're going to Ottawa, you're listening to this on the way to Ottawa, just keep your head calm. If you see a situation happening, report it to the people around you. Number one. You need mm-hmm. that situational awareness. We will have an episode on this individually. Situational awareness and general things to, to understand when you're just existing outside in the public. But you need that situational awareness. You need to let other people know what's going on. Um, point out feds. Point out um, agent provocateurs, like real ones. not like the It works, ones. It works well. Um, it works very well. You have the example, that guy, there was a guy with a confederate flag walking around and he was literally shouted out of the crowd like yeah. everyone just started yelling at him and he had to leave because yeah it's uh, very clear that stuff's not tolerated. figured out yeah. he was a fret fed and shouted him down well half these uh people forget half these like um not the truckers necessarily but half these supporters are essentially hippies or libertarians you know they believe in freedom probably past the level i even believe in freedom which is fine mm. right again like i said at the end of the day, a lot of it yeah. comes down to the individual. Um, 
but you need some sort of some sort of controls. But at the end of the day, like half these people are hippies, man, and they they may have been in like some police stuff. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, like previous protests where like people got violent and got stupid. Um, so you know they're not going to tolerate people coming in and trying to disrupt the whole thing. They're not going to tolerate it. Um, we know for a fact there was a doc, like there was a whole photo op of a guy with a World War II Germany. I don't know if we can even say, can we say this? Can you say I mean, it? I'm just going to say it. They had a Nazi yeah. flag. It's just simple. They had a Nazi flag. They were not on Parliament Hill. I can guarantee you. If they had that flag on Parliament Hill, they would, that probably would have been the only instance of violence and the crowd would have like grabbed them and literally tossed them out. He was nowhere near the hill. It's very clearly a federal incident where they, the news was trying to smear the convoy. Like very clearly, you can even see the pictures they took. There's comparisons, uh, the location they took, it was away from the hill. You know, there's a lot of bullshit around this. They're going to try to convince Canadians that, yeah, they're going to convince Canadians that, uh, you know, all these people are evil. They're racist, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No. Half the crowd was like literally minorities, so I don't I don't know how that could physically be possible. Um, but anyways, just so much bullshit. I really suggest you guys, you know, don't be afraid to do your own research. Don't be afraid to watch some streams. Don't be afraid to you know go to Ottawa. It's safe. It's fine. People are literally vibing. Yeah, dude, it's like a a massive block party. Yeah, it's almost like a block. It's like a community block party. That's really what it's like. Almost all the garbage was just beer cans, like. And it was cleaned up, dude. People and yeah, we have to talk about that too. Cleaning up garbage, like piling it up in bags to like clean it up. I saw those people. I was like giving them like high fives, giving them like fist bumps, shaking their hands, and saying, "You guys are the best, man." People handing out food, same thing, you know. You guys are doing God's work. That's what I would literally say to them. And, and they are because they're willing to, you know, Definitely. say, you know, not everyone's going to clean up their garbage. Obviously, littering is kind of cringe. Um, I'm a beauty respecter and and littering is not beautiful. So I'm an avid uh, anti-litterer, um, pro-environmental beauty um, respecter. But like, you know, if you got to clean up your own garbage. But if people aren't cleaning up theirs, it, it's very nice to see that. Other people are willing to pick up other people's, you know, out of the goodness of their hearts and, and, you know, some really great, just great people there, man. Like just, man, like that's the Canada I want to live in. Just like great, great people overall, um, respectful, smiling, like happy, Mm -hmm. like actually genuinely happy, not, not depressed. They're stuck inside. They've been stuck inside for a year and a half. Um, just happy. Just living like it was uh, 2019, you know, mm-hmm. just, man, it was like a breath of fresh air. It was like totally like a white pill. That was like a white pill of, to, of all white pills. Right. Um, oh, dude. I, I left, I left there. Like just what, for one, wishing I could go back and two, just like totally yeah. white pilled, totally yeah, proud of Canada, proud of these my people. Head, like my head's in the clouds right now, dude. It's been yeah. like a week. I'm I'm floating on cloud nine right now. <laughs> it's palpable. It is palpable. Mm-hmm. The change in the air, the uh, you know, the willingness of people to stand up for themselves. Man, I don't know what's greater than seeing that. 
Yeah. I, I just don't know. I can't tell you how. The best is when, when you go into a place and like you don't wear a mask and then you just see people around you who are wearing them. And they're like, why mm-hmm. the hell am I wearing this? And they take it off. Yeah, it's so And awesome, it's like man. you just vibe with them. It's like, yeah, bro. Like we're free now. Yeah, it's like <laughs> literally all you point is, to do is just, was just stop. And this is how I think about it. I'm like, are you sick? No. Okay. I Am I sick? No. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? No, seriously. What exactly. are we doing? It's insanity, dude. Dude, I remember going to high school. You get the flu. You go to school, man. You just yeah. went to school, man. And if you're really sick, you stayed home. If you're like sick to the point of like, oh, I actually, it's unmanageable for me to learn and I'm going to disrupt the environment. I'm going to disrupt mm. the classroom all day. You stayed home. Like if you're like throwing up, if you had bowel problems, you know, sneezing profusely where you literally just couldn't write, yeah. you know, you stay the hell home. Just... You have a little headache and you're sniffling. No one cared. No one cared three years ago, man. No. What changed? We like became a shell of a nation within a year because we were freaking the hell out. We got to get out of it. We got to get out of this funk, dude. Yeah, and, and people are so sick. It was just like bottled up until now. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like it's all releasing. Like all, all the tension is just breaking. Yeah. Maybe it's, yeah, I feel like I got it's all being focused in Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's starting there. Um, I'm assuming and I'm, I'm very much so assuming that people will start doing these mini convoys in a city near them. In, within Canada, yeah. um, cities in Europe, I know for a fact, are organizing convoys. Um, America, yeah. I believe Australia they're organizing one to has DC. A big one. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, there is hope for your country. And you, as an individual, can go and support that and go and make Absolutely. a difference. This is one of the first times it felt like we've actually gone out and done something that catalyzed change. After yeah, two and- years of like... Freedom protests, Dominion Day stuff, you know, just talking to people in general on the streets, you know, trying not to wear a mask when it's not necessary, you know, with the exemptions, um, mm-hmm. you know, not being afraid. Two years of trying to not be afraid. Finally, 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 um, regardless if that was already the direction the narrative was shifting in, which I believe it was, this is very clearly a catalyst that has caused it to move the needle even further. Um, and accelerate uh, this yeah. this reduction of fear. We got a lot of we got a lot more. of progress really quickly. Yeah, here I think. But it needs to remain peaceful, or it'll all go away. That's a very, you know, everyone's looking at us to make a mistake. The government is, the media is, you know. That's why I keep saying to you guys, we have to be the best. We have to be the best out of everyone. Because mm-hmm. we are going to be the most heavily scrutinized, especially as men, and 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 for good reason. Because you have more response, you have to take on more responsibilities as a man um, than a child, right? And even as a woman, as an adult, you have to take more more responsibility than the average person, uh, than the average child. What? Because you can't stay a child forever. You have to start taking on responsibility for yourself. And God willing, if you're yeah. strong enough, you take responsibility for those around you as well. You learn how to be a man. You learn how to be reliable. You learn how to serve others. We, we discussed this, I think, uh, a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. You know, what does it mean to be a man if not to be one who can serve in any circumstance? I don't know what it means other than that. I don't. I don't know how to break it down principally beyond that original statement. I really couldn't tell you. 
I couldn't. That's a, it's a good way to boil it down, I think. Yeah. So, where was that on the timeline? So, basically, um, yeah, on the weekend, you had the, the convoys arrived. I think they arrived the day before Friday, and then on Saturday, it was a big, big protest. It was a little bit last on Sunday, I think, but... Yeah, it died down. People got to go back to work and stuff, unfortunately. You know, people who still have jobs, what they can do, if they can't make to Ottawa, you know, donate. Um, if you know someone going to Ottawa, give them a jerry can. You know, uh, the GoFundMe got shut mm-hmm. down. You know, do physical acts. Say, here's a literal $100 bill. You know, I trust you as a friend. Go buy some food or go buy some gas or go do something, right? You know, you yeah. can do stuff as a working Canadian who is not unable to, you know, go to Ottawa. That's the best, you best can do thing, things. I think. Right, you know, take take that um, take that individual initiative to go and support this if you if you really want to, um, take that individual initiative to talk to people about it, uh, take that individual initiative to you know watch the streams and watch you know what's really going on, and just willing to be an independent uh, person and willing to think for yourself, you know, take that initiative. It will serve you in the long run. I promise you. People will respect you more for it as well. If you're willing to reasonably discuss things and say, well, listen, I actually saw this and this, and I can show you, I can point you to the, this stream, which talked about it very well. Who was, this person was there. He discussed it very well. You know, it's time to stop thinking that we need other people to tell us what's right and what's wrong. You know, it's time for us to stop thinking that we need uh, a governmental body or a news agency to tell us, you know, what's really going on. It's very clear. That's not the case anymore. It is time for us to stand up for ourselves and look at news from the standpoint of citizens on the ground. Yeah. Guess who the best journalists were in wartime? It was the journalists who were in the firefights, who were willing to literally die and get PTSD and go through shit to get (laughs) the real story. Not some reporter behind a screen who gets fed a fucking script. These are not <laughs> journalists. Yeah. Regular people don't stage their photos. They just they just experience it and, and film they just, it. Yeah, take it. They just post a selfie on Instagram. They just do a little Instagram live. They do a little YouTube video. You know, yeah. go on Facebook live. You know, I'm sure all these boomers have these Facebook live. Uh, <laughs> you know, I love our boomers, man. Love our tech boomers, we, man. We do love Facebook boomer. lives. You know, they're, they're carrying the fort, man. They're holding down the fort. Boomers are honestly like the, heart, lives, the heart dude. of this this whole movement, to be honest. On In Facebook. a weird way, they are. And, and that's why we kind of got to, you know, take up the mantle. I see a lot of TikToks on this stuff on the mm. convoy. I've seen a bunch of TikToks on it. So Zoomers, rise up. It's yours for the taking. We have been born with tech. We should be the masters of it. Yeah, I agree. We should yeah, use it to our advantage and not let it take advantage of us. That's the thing. We really don't need big media companies anymore because every single person can be a media company. You have a device. You have access. You can put it, put it out there, and people will watch it. It's it's that easy. Mm-hmm. You don't need you don't need someone who's who tells you what to do. It's no, and especially when you can prove that they're lying constantly specifically yeah. to manipulate you to do something that they want you to do yeah we, so why we, would you we trust need, that we person need, we need people to hold us to standards but we don't need people to direct us um to do something we we don't need to do that aren't 
that aren't part of the standards that we originally agreed upon, right? Like the charter, you know, you can hate it. You can love it. I don't care. At, at the very minimum, it's a standard of which, you know, we should strive to live as a country and we should strive to maintain uh, those those rights that we have, right? Those supposedly inalienable rights, right? Which I mean, mm-hmm. you know, inalienable. We could get into it, but yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, yeah, I'll leave it at that for now. We're trying to, again, we're getting really deep into this. We're trying <laughs> not to. Uh, we're really just giving our opinions, our observances and saying, you know, if you're the type of person who doesn't want to listen to this stuff, you just like the improvement stuff, man, all the power to you. I'd prefer if, you know, if you guys understood the principle of if you don't, you know, go towards politics, politics comes to you. I don't think people mm-hmm. get that principle because life has been so damn good, but it's very clear that that's what's happening right now. And I hope people just remember that for the future. If you don't go to politics, it comes to you, comes to your door, comes to your work, comes to your school, you know, so you got to go to it. You can't be uh, sitting there on the couch watching sports all the time, you know? And like Aristotle said, you'll end up governed by your inferiors if you refuse to participate. Boo. Imagine, dude, imagine you live your whole life and the people in charge are people who have literally no integrity, um, deserve yeah. no respect whatsoever, <laughs> uh, are literally like weak little man babies who were entitled their whole life and never did anything actually difficult, really, very likely, and probably got away with murder, the amount of fucking scandals that half these guys have. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, the, no, these should not be the people who are leading us. The people leading us should be the people who have the most integrity the most are uh, the most respectable repertoires who are willing to volunteer their life and serve our nation, almost like a military, right? Mm-hmm. Like politicians should be seen as public servants right now. They're seen as self serving people who misrepresent the public. So yeah, we need a big fix, man, a big change. And I think this convoy is just the beginning, mm-hmm. just the beginning. Oh, you said it's a catalyst for something even bigger. It's coming. Mm. It's like a spirit that's coming through everybody. I think so. Yeah, just the power of it. Like we were saying, it's palpable, right? This is like a psychological. This is like a psychological event of like, look at yeah. all these people who aren't afraid. I'm going to stop being afraid, kind of thing. Yeah, that's and, and a really it, big deal. I think that this this weekend coming is going to be even bigger, just because everyone who maybe was like kind of hesitant maybe i should go but maybe it's not like that big of a thing now they can Mm. see this is a big deal like it's still going on it's lasted all week it's going to keep going so you might as well go out there and be a part of it yeah absolutely man you got to go out in there and uh just show the hell up man see what's up experience Mm. something for yourself man life is there to be lived go the fuck outside go to (laughs) Ottawa. it's only a five-hour drive Literally touch, touch like none of this, you know, literally touch grass. Yes, it is fun. <laughs> you know, it's fun to play on your computer and it's fun to chill out. I love chilling. I love vibing on the computer with the boys. You know, mm. it's fun. But you got to go outside. Like you have to. You need balance. Mm. You got to be doing things that improve your your station in life. And one of those things is actually living it out. Beyond yeah. the safety of your home. 
Yeah. And Ottawa's a nice city too. Just, it's just pretty I nice. Like there's that out there. there's stuff it's, to do. I bring like your the skates. buildings. Yeah. Hey, bring your skates. Go skiing on the Rideau Canal, man. Um, that'll be a good time, right? There's a lot of things to do there. Like you don't just have to go to the. You can go to the convoy and support them, but at night maybe you want to do something different. You know, take your girlfriend, take your family, make it mm. a little vacation, right? Go support the truckers. Go have a good time. You know, yeah. Like, if you be, like, be smart about it. Make a plan and follow through. If you like old architecture, it's it's. There's not a lot in Canada, but in Ottawa, there's, you know, it's right on Parliament Hill. There's pretty much all the buildings in that area are, are, are pretty nice looking. Yeah, Parliament is gorgeous. Parliament is a, is a gorgeous work of art. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate the type of people who are inside of it who make it look like a pile of shit, but. <laughs> Um, it is true. again as a beauty, as so a beauty true. respecter, you gotta respect average building. Um, but yeah, where were we with the timeline? I don't even think we're at the actual weekend in, yet. So let's let's. I'm gonna let. Well, you yeah. So what I was gonna mention next is that um, <laughs> as the convoy is uh, is on the way, uh, <laughs> Justin Trudeau. Uh, <laughs> pretends he has COVID or, or something. He was I'm not actually sure was, because he he flip flops. So like, yeah. So he yeah. was exposed to. I remember telling like my friends and family this too. Like 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 right away I told them I'm like okay. So he was exposed to COVID nineteen quote unquote. Uh, you know I did the little hand things, but <laughs> he was exposed to COVID nineteen. So he has to isolate for five days, even though he tested negative. Okay, cool. I told them. This is what's going to happen after the five days. He's going to test positive and he'll be out for another two weeks. And then I'm going to go even further for you guys. Once he, once he's done isolating, he's going to go to Europe. I'll tell you right (laughs) now, he's going to go to Europe and he's going to say, Oh, I have to go deal with the Ukraine thing. I have to go deal with the Ukraine and Russia thing. He's going to leave. He's going to go to Europe. He's not going to deal with the convoy. I promise you he's going to do some shit like that. He is so predictable at this point. He's a huge little bitch he's like a little five-year-old kid who doesn't want to who doesn't want to uh you know take his toy back from the playground bully essentially <laughs> like grow up and take your damn toy back you know be a man confront the bully even though obviously the trucker's not the bully it's quite the opposite you know mm-hmm. now bullies you know it's like cyberbullying. you know you just someone well, destroys it's, it's more like the bully behind the screen. bully who got who got punched back and now he's gonna run away and cry yeah exactly right he finally got stood up to by um you know, his is the people he was abusing and, and, you know, now he's like scared of them and rightfully mm-hmm. so. Except they're not violent at all. There's exactly. They're literally violent. not violent. And they, and I'm sure some of them are. All you know, he would have to do is end, end the mandate and the mandates and everything would go back to and literally everything would go back to normal. Yeah. Everything would be fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm but, sure um, they'll get that vote of non-confidence through. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be. It's going to be very likely, and then there may be a re-election, which I'm okay with, you know, as long as it takes, right, to get the – if we can do a political solution, you know, as long as it takes to kind of get things uh, back yeah. to normal-ish, I'm okay with that. I'd much rather not uh, – if we can figure out – and this is great because this is a big progress in humanity. If we can figure out a way to solve our problems um, politically – now we could probably do it in the future as well, and that's a big step. I think it's a big step mm-hmm. for humanity as a whole um, to get anything done, right? So yeah, keep it up, boys. That's the best keep way to up. do it, nonviolent as well. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah. So he flees. Uh, 
the weekend goes off without like anything wrong. The, the, the chief of police of Ottawa, um, apparently was criticized for being too soft on the protesters. But I think his, his response was it was a complete success because there was no riots, no injuries and no deaths. Talk about the cops. Um, Talk about the cops. Yeah. So, uh, firsthand on the ground, the cops were absolutely great. Like, they were chilling. I, nothing, nothing bad to say. Like they were waving at the protesters. They were smiling. Um, Some of them weren't wearing masks. You could, yeah. You could talk to them like, like, Obviously, someone wearing a mask is kind of like impersonal, but um, yeah, some of them had the mask down. You could talk to them like they were nice. So, yeah, they just seemed like they just they got it. I don't know how many of them support the protest. I know there was that one video with that guy um, and people were like trying to pounce on him, get him fired for it, which is terrible. Ooh. But yeah, all the cops like had no we had no problems with them whatsoever they didn't harass anybody i was very happy with the the police presence even yeah, the, they actually, the uh sorry, they brought basically brought in a a group of cops from every single other city in ontario yeah, it was kind of dope actually you had all these cops from like um i saw toronto london yeah Durham, it's almost like um i think somewhere like sports teams kind of maybe from <laughs> quebec like, as well hey there's my team yeah, it was yeah. kind of cool. It was like, yo, that's dope. I know, you know, you know that city. I've been there before. So we talked to those cops. Hey, what are you guys doing out here? You know, they were very friendly, man. Most of them were very friendly. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of them support the mandates. Don't forget, man. People seem to forget. A lot of these guys, uh, some of their best friends, I'm sure, were fired off the force. And they're like, well, fuck, man. I don't know if I can specifically do anything about it. And they probably could, unfortunately. But like, I think know, the, the police got an thing, exemption, right? didn't they? I'm not sure. But I know some were. I can't remember now. I know some were booted, but. You know, people, they got to remember, man, like these are human beings at the end of the day, man. Even if you disagree with them and you think they're stupid, you think they're idiots, that's fine. You can do that. But they're human beings at the end of the day. They have families. They have people that, that rely on them. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, kick them out for something so trivial and new, very new, if we're going to really get into it, very new that employers have never asked before. I've personally never been asked. I don't know anyone who's been asked. I actually think it used to be illegal. It used to be illegal actually for employers yeah. to ask about private medical information. Mm -hmm. And now it's like a question on every, uh, every interview I've ever, I've ever been to recently is, Oh, do you have this? Do you have that? And like, actually I don't, I can't provide those uh, papers for you. That's essentially mm -hmm. what I tell people because they don't need to know. They don't need to know. No. Right. What, what, what's happening in my life. They don't need to know uh, what, what's happening to me. You know, I don't even, even disclose. Well, you guys can assume what's happening with me. Cause I'm the type of guy, you know, me, I'm the type of guy <laughs> who has fucking skin in the game. Right. I don't say, Oh, I'm going to do this and then support you guys. No, no, no. I have skin in the fucking game, man. Mm. I live for Let's this go. shit, dude. Yo, so you can assume where I stand. You can assume my status, whatever you want to call it. You can assume <laughs> very well, where I stand on this stuff. I'm a skin in the game individual. I don't put bullshit on the line. Okay. I put it on the line, boy. I put it on the line for my team, boy. I don't fuck around with this shit, man. This is for my boys. This is for my homies. This is for my children. This is for my grandchildren. Right? We wanted to mm. talk about this too. Are you going to let this happen to your kids? Are you going to let this happen to your grandkids? Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. No way. Dude, no way in hell am I going to let that happen to my children, my grandchildren. So I got to do something right now. 
right now. And that's the beautiful part of this carnivore. It's right now. So get the yeah. fuck out of your house. Go down. Wouldn't you rather have war in your time so that your kids don't have to experience war? And we it's not even and, war. and we're not even at war. This yeah, is exactly. a nonviolent non protest. It's like, <laughs> wouldn't you rather have nonviolent protests in your time uh, versus your kids having to go out of their way and do it? It's like, yeah, I would. I would prefer that. And if they got to do what they got to do, well, I'll respect that and I'll try to support them as well. God willing. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you you might be able to solve this nonviolently, so your kids don't have to have a violent mm -hmm. solution, right? Yeah, man. Be smart, man. We got to be smart. We got to be, uh, you know, we got to have integrity. We got to have respect. We got to put our asses on the line um, for our convictions, right? This is what uh, being on the road to freedom is all about. Living authentically, living with your convictions, dying by your convictions, right? And, yeah. and not just having convictions for the sake of having them. No, really working through them, really like experiencing them, what it means to have certain convictions in your life what it means to be judged based on those convictions, right? To, to say you're a Christian, you know, you absolutely will be held to a higher standard, a higher standard absolutely. and for good reason, because God holds you to a higher standard. So don't, so expect people to hold you to that as well. And that's fine. That's more than fine. You should rise up to that challenge, not hide away from it. It will mm -hmm. serve you in the long run. Definitely. Yeah. It's one thing. Um, I want to talk about too, like your when when you, when you set yourself a hill to die on, it's really it's a comfortable position almost. Yeah, it's easy. You know, yeah, it's because easier, you're like, right? It's not complex. You got your back against something. It's like, okay, I'm not moving anymore. Yeah, right. It's like the truckers they 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 put their parking brakes on and they're like, we're not moving. It, it's simple. Here's the line: you have to end your mandates and. And then we'll move. That's the, the only reason. Yeah. And it's just like like us, like you said, if we get skin in the game. Like I'm yeah. not doing this thing. No matter what happens, no matter how hard it gets, I, mm -hmm. these evil people want me to do it so bad. And that's the reason why <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would actually contemplate it um, regardless it's of like the science guys, and all that stuff. I would contemplate it if they didn't mandate it, if they didn't force it and push it on us with the media narrative. I would legitimately contemplate it, right? Mm -hmm. it, it would be less, I would be much less suspicious of these people's motivations. Um, True. Right? Like, because, you know, like, it's big pharma, dude. Why are we still, like, you're still trusting big pharma? <laughs> like, I have to explain to you why you should. You're literally trust big a leftist. Pharma. You're literally a leftist trying to secure profits for Pfizer, bro. Like, like what? What come happened? On. I, do, do you remember Occupy Wall Street, bro? That was like yeah. 10 years ago. That was not that long ago. And now they they just do anything. These companies do anything to be like, oh, we're so cool and hip. Give us money. And it's like, dude, <laughs> they don't care about you. You're a consumer. They care about your profits. That's all they care about, man. And I, I'm a more of a proponent of capitalism than any other system, really, because I know it works. But at the end of the day is you as an individual consumer also have to live by the idea of supply and demand. And if you say I'm unwilling to demand this thing that you want to me to have, the supply will go down. Mm. People, they will stop trying to force it on you, right? They created a demand. They literally created a demand through media um, 
manipulation, oh, man. governmental manipulation. They created a demand and supply. And they limited the supply. Well, they didn't originally limit the supply, but now they limit the supply to make the demand even higher. Mm-hmm. Right? Or, or, and they create more demands for it, as we can see that with the new things that are occurring. A continuous demand. Constant. A continuous demand. A subscription to immunity. Here, have your Netflix subscription every month. Here, have your uh, this subscription every month. Oh, oh, you're gonna get sick. Here's your non-sickness uh, subscription. Like, bruh, what? What? My non-sickness subscription is getting sick, getting over it, or just being healthy in general. That's my subscription. Yeah. I take care of myself. Be healthy. Yeah, we're laying it. We're laying it all on the table today, man. Fuck it. Yeah, we're <laughs> putting it all on the line today, boys. <laughs> You know, all in the name of self-improvement and becoming... Honestly, I think it's good. People need to hear this. It's hard to, uh... It's hard to stay not, like, non... Like, we try to stay non-political because, again, our our main goal is honestly to have people succeed and improve uh, their individual lives. That is our main goal, and I'm not going to ever get away from that. But at the same time, everyone holds their own convictions, and one, you know, who are you to tell me what, what convictions I should and shouldn't hold? Right. As a government, as a, you know, even as an individual, as someone who doesn't believe the same things as me, you know, I don't I don't follow the same standard as you potentially not you, my listener, but just the royal you, whoever is attempting to smear me because of my convictions. Right. But, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone's got to have something. If you don't stand for anything, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Right. So stand for something. Don't fall for anything. Don't fall for everything, at least. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times. Holy fuck, the media media is manipulating me in a mass scale and there's nothing (laughs) I can do to prevent it. Like, I don't know. Like, fool me four times? Like, dude, it's fucking over. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's it's fucking over. over. It's so over. I don't even, I don't know how to describe it other than it's so, it's so fucking over. You know, (laughs) fool me four times. Fool me five times? It's just like, bruh, 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 bruh. I don't it's know, like, line. fool me six times, seven, eight, nine, unlimited. Like, come on, man. man. At that Grow point, up. you're not you're not capable of, like, just... No, I wouldn't trust you <laughs> to make up, your own up, decisions. Contemplating these honest. things. Yeah, I just don't trust you to make your own decisions at some point. I understand people are immunocompromised and they're a bit, they have a bit more fear, but, like, those people I understand. Okay, I'll give you a pass. You know, you have a lot more to work, worry about. For the people who are just like normal, um, and you're like scared about this, it's like, yo, what, what's wrong with you, dude? <laughs> like, especially people like you see my age, and I'm like, what is wrong with you, man? <laughs> I'm like, are you good? Are you really like that afraid to die? It's like, holy shit, dude. I mean, you haven't yeah. lived. If you're really that a afraid to people, die. Like, you're not living that well, man. A lot of you're people living like, expose under themselves for not like uh being okay with their own morality like or mortality like they they really didn't want to die like i'm not even died they didn't even want to attempt to get sick and and like fight yeah (laughs) you know they're just like i'm i'm gonna be a shell of a man and stay in my home forever you know those first two weeks i get it everyone did the first two weeks right everybody did the first even i did two years man (laughs) then what's 52 times 52 104 months minimum well, almost yeah. four months. Well, has it been 104 months? 2020 kind of it's started. March. 2021. Yeah, fuck it. Almost yeah, next 104 month. weeks. Next month. Basically 100 yeah. weeks. 
That's 50 times two weeks, man. <laughs> Do the math. That's not cool, dude. People's like whole that, fucking uh, lives were changed over this. Someone asked how long the truckers are going to stay there. Well, they're just going to yeah, do two weeks. weeks. Two weeks yeah, to just, flatten yeah, I've, seen, I've seen that, man. I've seen that. <laughs> flatten the mandates. Yeah, two weeks to flatten the mandates. You know, it'll say like the politicians do. You know, it's just two weeks. Two, weeks, two weeks of times, honking. That's, that's <laughs> it. Two weeks of honking. <laughs> we are the geese. We are embodying yeah, the Canadian yes. goose. That is our spirit animal. Right now, the loud, obnoxious, annoying literally blocks the road. How many times do geese yeah, block the road the in Canada? <laughs> Anytime they feel like it, they don't move. You honk at them, they don't give a fuck. They'll honk at you back, oh, right? And they're oh, not moving. Man. Like, I've okay, so funny story I wrangle geese when they're on the road. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm a pretty big dude, so I will like make myself appear oh, larger, man. right? Spread my arms out, spread my jacket out if I'm wearing a jacket. And I will push geese away from the road. And I have done it multiple times. And they are scared, more scared of me than they are of, uh, you know, of, of, of uh, I guess, the average person or whatever it is. They're more scared of me than they are of a car. Because the thing is, cars stop. But if I keep moving yeah. forward, even slowly, they're like, okay, you know, this guy's kind of sketching me out. Let's just move. <laughs> you know, no need for confrontation. Um, and they go to the, go, they go, they go, they cross the road faster, right? It's not a big deal. I've seen people mm-hmm. do it on like six buzz and shit. They'll go in an intersection and they'll like just move the geese. And it's like, you're Chad. You're Chad. Yeah. You don't want to, you want to press a girl? Go move a flock of geese. Go move a flock <laughs> of geese, dude. Like you want to get a girlfriend? Go move a flock of geese, dude. Go to a university campus and just move a flock of geese. And I guarantee you can get some girls member from doing nice. that. It's kind of funny. It's kind of like it's silly, right? It's a silly thing, but it's like it shows courage, man. Like people are afraid of geese. But yeah, for any, anyone's like, not in Canada, there. they're kind of a, a nuisance on the road. Like, like, like in their when they're on their nest, yeah, they may attack you. So you know, just don't be stupid. But and they're on the road, like they're not nesting on the road. They're just walking and yeah. being like just... pompous a- assholes. They look very arrogant to me when they walk. You know, I see a goose. <laughs> Walking on the road with his head up and he does that little waddle, that yeah. slow waddle. You know that slow waddle? I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, you think you're better than me? Oh, you think you're better than me? Oh. And then I they fucking do. honk at the goose. They do think they're better than me. I'm like, you're a goose. You don't even have consciousness. You don't even, you don't even have a material soul, bro. Uh, like, give me a break. That's funny. It's, it's, and it's you can so, honk at them too. It's kind of funny. It's so funny, the symbolism of this whole thing, like, yeah, it's one very thing Canadian. Like, like, it's yeah, so, the, it's the, so inherently Canadian. The honking right? and the geese is like... <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. It's like... Living Canada. Of course, it's perfect. Like It's a shared... Um, the Canadian national like a, animal. Yeah, it's a shared... But it's a shared Canadian experience. Well, technically, the beaver is the national animal, but... I mean, the, oh, the like, national bird the, then, right? The national bird is actually... Oh, yeah, I think it's the... It might be the loon. But oh, well, okay. Doesn't it's matter. A, every it's Canadian the Canada knows a goose. goose, right? Yeah, every Canadian knows a goose. Know how they knows how they act. They have the shared experience. Uh, like by the time they're about twenty or twenty five, they've had that shared yeah. experience. Like honking is just symbolic of defiance, right? Like a, you try to yeah. move a goose, the goose will honk at you. Yeah. <laughs> you try to move the truckers, they will honk they're at honk. you. They're gonna honk. That's how it is. Went deaf this weekend too. Oh man. Um, okay, back to the timeline. I feel like we're going way off. Back man. to the timeline. I think we're on uh, Friday by now. About Friday by now. 
yeah, Friday. So Trudeau has fled. Um, he's he's faked COVID. He's pretended he's got COVID. Then he comes out. He actually has it. Um, yeah, he's heavily criticized for that in the international media, which is really funny. Yeah, good. Um, this has total support, by the way, internationally. Um, yeah. So you come around to Saturday. Uh. Yeah, and it's just a great atmosphere. Uh, basically, this is like a Canadian block party, right? Tons of people uh, just having a good time. Uh, where we were came from the Quebec side. Tons of Quebec people. Um, yeah, basically, they don't really have an exact estimate of the numbers, but they think there's about 50,000 trucks in the convoy. Wow. So I think 50,000 trucks, however many people per truck, you're looking at about 100,000 or more people. Yeah. I think the estimate inside uh, Ottawa for like just a weekend, I won't say right now, but like just for a weekend was like almost 2 million people. Yeah. And I think the city has 1 mil or like 1.2 mil. So like a lot of people just came in. Um, yeah. And it showed up insane. just to be a part of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Uh, that that's probably a very high estimate. I don't think that's necessarily true. That was like one of the police estimates, but I think it was closer to like I don't know, hundred thousand or two hundred thousand at its peak, and kind mm-hmm. of died down to like probably around fifty thousand. Um, in total in the city. So you guys have to think, right? Not like a lot of people drove in. A lot of people like got rides in and carpooled. Yeah. Um, all the hotels are booked. Uh, yeah. A bunch of the Airbnbs are booked. Uh, it's probably very difficult to find one in Ottawa right now. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, all these hotels were booked. All these Airbnbs were booked. So, it was, like, you almost doubled the size of the city, essentially, because of all these bookings. And, like, again, stuff like that really only happens on, like, Canada Days. And we're talking, like, Canada Days two, three years ago. Um, major mm-hmm. events, right? You know, maybe Olympic, after an Olympic win, a big Olympic win, you might have Ottawa that busy. Um but again, very rare you'd have it that busy where like there's so many people in the city, it almost like doubles the population. Um, and again, yeah, it's spread out it's, among it's, hotels, it's trucks, people in the city, people from Gatineau coming over, Quebec for the day. I think it was Saturday, right? Saturday was just that peak. Um, yeah. But again, when I left on Monday, uh, Sunday night, I had driven around a bunch uh, pretty late at night and just checked which streets in nearby Parliament uh, that were filled. When I came back on Monday morning, uh, more streets north south were filled up and had pushed back to, um, you know, more south uh, east west roads. So mm. there was people filling in even on Monday, and cars and random like, you know, just uh, trucks uh, like pickup trucks were filling in the yeah. roads, not just yeah, there's uh, almost a lot more trucker, of those. not just semi trucks and like eighteen wheelers. Yeah, even just regular people are out there too, not just truckers. Yeah, a lot and of people with, uh, with their own trailers too to sleep in. Uh, I, I definitely noticed a lot of those. Yeah, man, it was really awesome. So I think we covered a lot of like what happened on the weekend. A lot of politicians spoke. A lot of politicians came on the hill. Um, mm-hmm. To name a few notable ones, um, Maxime Bernier, obviously, you know, leader of the PPC. He's a very popular freedom uh, guy right now. Um, yeah. You got Randy cool Hillier. Like, he just walks around immediately, like, people just 
go to him. It's it's yeah, it's, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty. It's an interesting phenomenon, right? Because they respect him. I think they actually genuinely respect him, and he is. Yeah, I will say, of any politician that I've seen in my lifetime, he is absolutely a man of the people. He yeah. like literally, you know, all he's had so many small town rallies uh, that I've never seen any big politician do other than him. Like small ass towns, like less yeah, than like ten people, than, he's willing to yeah. go to, and he does that all over Canada. Um, he did that the last two years, essentially almost, and he's a workhorse. He's a Chad. I'm not even like yeah. straight up. He's a Chad. You can hate him. You 100%. can love him. He's a fucking Chad, dude. Uh, speaking in broken <laughs> English, you know, <laughs> being a savage. Yeah, exactly. Funny. You know, yeah, ladies love him. Men want to be him. <laughs> um, <laughs> like he's a Chad. I, what can I say, man? Real respect, real. I get it. You know, you don't have to like his politics, but he works his ass off uh, for the people. So it's really cool to see you know, what he does, like that he's willing to go out in there and do that and just meet truckers and just be among the people. Um, you know, Randy Hillier was there too. He's a big supporter of Max. He's very similar platform, um, yeah. you know, against the mandates, against all the COVID fear monitoring, all that stuff. Um, you know, he had a good speech. He was talking about like, you know, Canadians, we have to be in it for the long haul. Um, you know, Max too, right? He, he wants energy and tenacity and he also wants people to be you know, use that honor and that respect to like show true Canadian spirit. It was really good. Both their speeches mm-hmm. on Saturday. Um, I know some other conservative politicians were there. I know some other like freedom politicians were there, like Derek Sloan. Um, you had scientists there, um, some big like doctors there. I think some of them have been on Joe Rogan, uh, Roger Hodgkins to name one. He's a very yeah. famous one. Um, there was two other guys uh, as well, I really just forget their names, but you can kind of probably look it up, and they probably post on their social medias like if they had if they're not banned, but like they probably posted the fact that they were in Ottawa and they were willing to speak out. Um, so it's really good to have people like that there, right? Non politicians, um, proponents of just general like scientific inquiry. It's important, like true scientific inquiry, right? Not paid by Pfizer scientific inquiry. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Some notable conservative politicians who were there, I believe, uh, you know, well, I didn't mention Derek Sloan. He's one of the more, like, freedom-oriented uh, politicians. Yeah. Um, you had people like Leslie Lewis, I believe, is there. She's a conservative politician. I believe Pierre Polyev was there for a little bit. Um, Aaron O'Toole, totally shit the bed. Uh, hate that baldy. <laughs> hate that fat baldy. He's gross-looking <laughs> and weird. Um, but we have great news about that. Uh, yeah, that we're going to share like, and that's part of like what's already starting to change. We think based on the convoy being a catalyst for shifting the needle, because we think, you know, eventually a lot of this stuff would have happened, uh, over time. And we don't know how long over time. Right. But with the convoy, it really just accelerated things to a whole nother level. Um, Absolutely. So maybe let's talk about, you know, yeah, some so... of the outcomes here of, just what's been achieved that one so far weekend. yeah oh wait before wanted. we do that i will say yeah, go ahead um truckers in ottawa and sorry and alberta trying to come over the border uh, i think the u.s and the canadian border, yeah we should and talk also about that too who got stopped on the highway yeah we got to talk this is a bit more relevant than i think the outcomes because they their outcome was pretty good too i heard i heard they're actually able to get moving again and kind of beat the RCMP in the waiting game, which is beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. 
because like I don't know, man. The feds can be kind of cringe sometimes. Like, bro, true. Like, come on, man. Like, let the truckers do their thing. They're not. They're being peaceful. They're not causing any ruckus. You guys just suck. You know, um, the tow truck boys. God bless the tow truck boys for yeah, saying the- no. Like the RCMP put out a motion to be like, "Hey, tow truck drivers, come tow the trucks." And the tow truck drivers are like, "Nah, we ain't I doing it, bro." Thought that would work. Like, I know it's very, very stupid. Very, very stupid. Uh, farmers went to go. Farm, Albertan farmers, uh, and I'm sure from other provinces around the area too, went in and supported those truckers. They yep. did outlast the feds, I believe, um, just in the waiting game. And I think the feds were playing a little dirty. I had heard reports of. And again, this is not necessarily corroborated, um, so you'd have to look into yourself. You know, take this with a grain of salt. But I do believe, um, based on the context, the context that I was speaking to, um, he was saying like he knows, he knows the context for the Alberta convoy, and they were saying the RCMP was going into trucks um, unlawfully, taking clothes, taking mm. um, warm clothes, taking food. Um, again, if it's not true, that sucks, but like they're harassing them in general, like, you know, keeping stuff. No, there. I heard the same thing. Being yeah. general assholes. So like, I mean, fuck those guys. Right. Really? Like let, let, like let people exercise their right to protest. Like that's the point, right? That's, that's why we have a free country, right? As, as with, the, mm-hmm. with, any, with all of its flaws, you know, let people exercise their right to peacefully protest and, and like, come on, man, like, don't be a dick. Um, essentially for no reason. Yeah, but, but like we said, obviously we we weren't at the Alberta protest. No, we were, we were not at Ottawa. the Alberta. So you know, do your research for yourself. You know, again, and and this is this is I, I think I told you guys this before about like the general gauge, like how to trust people. I'm not going to tell you to believe something that I don't personally know, hmm. right? I'm not going to tell you to believe something that I haven't personally experienced firsthand, right? I'll tell you, I do believe this is happening, but you have to go kind of confirm it for yourself. You can take me at my word if you're willing to do that. Uh, I have no problem with that. I'm, I thank you for doing that if you're willing to trust me. But at the end of the day, you know, you guys, you got to be smart. You got to be smarter than everyone else. And in order to do that, you got to kind of chase after the truth in, in, a, in, a, in a meaningful way, right? So, you know, the stuff we say that we say we can't necessarily corroborate, yeah, you don't have to believe it. Um, you should check that out yourself. But I do personally believe something similar happened uh, maybe not, maybe that was exaggerated that they went and took stuff, but they may have just like, you know, messed, you know, they may have just messed with people, harassed them a little bit. That seems a bit more believable. That seems more reasonable, but you know, it doesn't mean that they couldn't, uh, you couldn't have done that. I think it's still a possibility because I know the tactics they're willing to do. If the government says something, these guys are kind of like the government lapdogs, right? Uh, they kind of got to do what the government says. So I, I would believe, um, they were willing to sabotage the Alberta um, trucker movement by harassing the truckers and by trying to make them preventing to, you know, outlast the RCMP. So, you know, God bless those boys for outlasting them. Um, Respect to Alberta right now. You know, one of the outcomes is Alberta related. So let's, let's, I think we can safely say that's been covered now with the, the Alberta coots. I believe it was near coots or something. I think it's C O T T S or something. Explain exactly, but it's it's the border crossing. They're blocking yeah. it off. They're they're blocking yeah. the highway to, to to get to the U.S. Yeah. So, you know. So yeah, the outcomes we should get to. Yeah. Of just this past weekend, still, uh, they're still there because the all the mandates haven't been lifted yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the honking resumes, but the as of now, resume. um. 
Aaron O'Toole, conservative leader, was booted from caucus. Uh, his party introduced a motion like almost instantly <laughs> after he uh, was first he was wishy-washy on the thing and then he like he, he didn't really support the uh the do you remember do you actually, remember what he actually did do you remember what yeah he said? He, he said something it's probably the dumbest thing i've ever heard uh, he said alex i can explain it pretty well <laughs> yeah go ahead man so he essentially said <laughs> we need to put vaccination clinics on the roads <laughs> we need to put vaccine uh, education centers on the roads you know totally ignoring that this is not about the vaccines necessarily at all. It is about the freedom of choice. Mm. He is totally ignoring it. So he's gone because conservatives think he's an idiot. Everyone thinks he's a loser. The whole point he got in was because they essentially sabotaged, originally they sabotaged Maxime Bernier. And this is a whole yeah. loophole, the whole rabbit hole if you want to go down it. But originally yeah, they sabotaged Maxime Bernier uh, before 2019. That's why he started his own party. Then they sabotaged Derek Sloan, who potentially could have been the leader. Um, and Aaron O'Toole won. Yeah. So now Aaron O'Toole's gone because, well, if you're in dishonestly, God is going to punish you one way or another. So he's gone. Mm -hmm. Thank the Lord. Um, not Amen. saying that I support the conservatives also necessarily, or I don't, but I'm just happy O'Toole's gone because at least maybe we can, again, shift the needle a little bit to a more actual conservative leader and, you know, make the Conservative Party actually a, a little bit better and go back to their roots a little bit, hopefully. Also, it's it's worth noting that he was the last election we had. He was so weak. Um, he wasn't even able to beat Trudeau, who's one of the most hated, uh, like universally hated in Canada. Like you, you, yeah. everywhere you go, you meet people. Who Even the liberals Trump. are like, I don't know if I can defend this guy anymore, bro. Yeah. Like, and I don't know like, about this one anymore. He couldn't beat him. He couldn't beat him. So, no. yeah, he's gone. Uh, this this thing was just kind of the cat, like you said, he probably would have been gone eventually, but this mm -hmm. was the the catalyst to it. Uh, the province of Saskatchewan, where a, a huge number of the truckers were from, they have uh, decided to drop their COVID mandates. Um, and he even cited that it was because of the the trucker protests. So that's very good uh, outcome. Um, Alberta is also dropping the mandates, and like we uh, we mentioned, that they had their own sort of separate protest. It's not really separate; it's the same uh, thing. It was still truckers and farmers, mm -hmm. and they blocked off a uh, a section of highway to the U.S. border crossing. Um, through negotiating with the police and the Alberta government, they uh, agreed to open it now, and the Alberta government agreed to drop mandates. So that's another success. Um, the province of Quebec was talking about taxing uh, people who didn't get the vaccine, an extra tax on top of all the other taxes they already have to pay, mm -hmm. uh, which is obviously like very bad. You have yeah, that guy's nuts. You have like a tax just for existing, just for saying you don't want a medical procedure. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's funny. Completely... It's like. We don't have any tax for um, well, you could say the tax on smoking is like on smokers is like them buying cigarettes, but yeah, you don't have specific taxes when people go into hospitals and they they're dying of a disease that's related to choice based things. Mm -hmm. like so obesity, why the hell are we introducing a tax now um, in relation to mostly choice based items? I think that's just ridiculous. 
You can't do it. So, yeah. Fuck Legault. Dude's nuts. <laughs> Hope he yeah, I saw a lot of signs that said 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 fuck Legault at the at this protest. Yeah. Um, his health minister resigned. That's how bad it's getting because the mm. health minister is probably like, yeah, I'm not trying to get FLQ'd again. You yeah. Know? I'm not trying to do a repeat, a uh, three-peat for these guys. Like, yeah, I'm not going to be a target anymore. You're nuts. This is not based on science. Uh, COVID comes out at night, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, the curfew True. won't stop it. Um. Yeah, he's yeah. just nuts, man. He's just insane. Yeah, for context, yeah, Quebec had the worst uh, COVID response uh, in terms of just cracking down on people. The severity uh, was but they extreme. but they have they've allegedly uh, like decided to drop the idea of the vaccine tax as of now. Mm-hmm. So that's and not saying it's because of the truckers, but obviously it is. It's very uh, likely. And then just today, um province of ontario is saying that they are reevaluating the success of the the vax pass program yeah but don't be fooled because that's for doug ford's election probably so ontarians don't be fooled that is very likely for doug ford's election uh re-election and i very likely in the coming two months this is what the this is exactly what they'll say the case numbers nothing else the case numbers are low enough now that we believe it is not is no longer necessarily to provincially mandate, um, you know, the vaccines. Yeah. So expect something like that to happen. Similar wording, you know, it's very easy to predict these people now. Very easy to predict their movements. And although it's a small win, at the end of the day, there should be no goalpost in which we say it is compulsory to do X, Y, or Z unless it is actually legitimately a severely deadly, um, you know, spreadable virus. Right, mm-hmm. like SARS, like actual the first SARS, the real SARS. Um, yeah, when it was like we don't know what the hell's going on, so like we kind of got to wait a little bit, and then we're gonna figure it out. And then they did figure it out, and they're like, okay, cool. You know, I'm okay mm-hmm. with I'm 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 okay with you know a temp again temporary, so two weeks to to two months that I would say is temporary measures to prevent major death. Um, if you, if you guys want to look it up yourselves, uh, there's some very good podcasts that I listen to personally about this type of stuff. Um, Mike Mutzel, uh, his podcast is called high intensity health. I think he's one of the best person to explain scientific literature to people, although it can get kind of nitty gritty in what he gets into. He really delves into like the actual science, the actual studies of all this stuff. I think he'd be a great listen. Um, he talks about excess uh, mortality, right? That's kind of the metric in which they measure a lot of this stuff. So, you know, use your ability to find platforms and to be a Zoomer, a tech Zoomer, and, you know, use these other resources, right? Like, I would hope you don't only listen to one podcast, but if you do only listen to podcasts, it better be ours. This one. Um, yeah, this <laughs> one. That's like, that's like demand. That is a demand. That is compulsory. I'm mandating... <laughs> when I'm in, when I'm in charge, I'm mandating uh, commoners honing all disciplines. This is yeah. mandated. The honking uh, will continue system. until everyone listens to commoners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I really uh, listen to it at your leisure. I want you guys to enjoy it. I love making this. I hope yeah, you enjoy making this. I, I have a great I time. Do. I do. 
it's just fun man. it's just like enjoyable it's fun you can talk yeah. about what we like to talk about and explore new topics that we may not be as knowledgeable about and maybe sound like idiots but well even must, just uh just one this must weekend be a fool because before they're a master you know so true so i'm willing to be a fool for a little bit longer in order to become a sifu a master just this weekend i got like met people at the the protest and they're like yeah we really like your podcast man i'm like yo this is great Let's go. we love the encouragement yeah man we love you guys man so we good. make this for you i make this for the people who listen i don't make this for you know i make this so i'm able to share what i have because why not share what you have but well obviously know, yeah but what i want is for people to listen and to enjoy and you know have fun and you know eventually i want to just grab beers with like the listeners and like talk Yo, to them about this stuff it'd be kind of dope meet up, right so, meet up when <laughs> meet up when yeah and, and doxing Let's when do it. um you know but eventually down the line you know after after we've been doing this yeah, for a while should. you know i want to make sure i can give you guys something you know that we're actually committed to i don't want to give you guys something and then after like i don't know 30 weeks we're like oh we just can't do this anymore no 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 i want to be doing it for at least a year or so mm. you know I want to be a committed to this before I tell you guys to be committed to this, right? Because again, skin in the game, skin True. in the game, come hell or high water. We put out a podcast every week, whatever we got to do to make it yeah. happen. So, you know, this is what we're here for. This is what we love to do. This is what we want to do. It may sound cheesy. I literally don't care. I'm a cheesy respecter. I'm an authenticity respecter. You know, I trust people who decide to be cheese um, enjoyer. I trust people who put their skin in the game. So I'd hope you trust me when we put our skin, uh, skin in the game. Right. Um, sorry, where were we? I just got a little, uh, yeah, here. we're just, we just talked about the Ontario, uh, reevaluates the Vax mm. pass. Obviously like, the timing means that it's it's because of the the convoy. It's it can't be it would, anything. It wouldn't be from anything else. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's too coincidental, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. much too coincidental for them to be like, okay, maybe, and they could just be teasing it too, which is kind of disappointing. But like, um, you know, it is what it is, right? Yeah, if, I mean, if they are I, just teasing it, that sucks. But I hope they're not. Hope it changes for good. We have countries. We have other countries lifting mandates uh, in the last month or so. Um, yes. I'll add uh, to that. We have England. You know, we got Boris. Yeah. We got the British Empire. We have the Anglos. We have the Anglos. Good on you, chap. Uh, Get on you, chap, for lifting the mandates. Good on you. Um, those maybe a little bit Australian. Still praying for Australia. Yeah. God help them. But um, they Sweden, got a convoy, so. They got a convoy yet. Yeah, it's going to change. But Sweden, um, Sweden lifting mandates too, I've heard. I'm sure countries like Denmark and, and Finland. De yeah, and uh, Denmark had a Freedom Day. Uh, I believe also Ireland, when the UK did the Ireland followed right away. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. It's good to hear. So go on vacation, boys. Now you know where to go on vacation. You know, Put your money yeah. uh, to, towards countries that are willing to accept your money, right? Don't give your money to people that's who don't smart. want it. You know, you know, go to the UK, right? If you said, oh, I want to go on vacation, you know, if you live in Canada, I don't think you necessarily need a vax to get on a, on, on an international flight. That's not a Canadian airline. So as long as you're not taking a Canadian airline, you may be okay. 
You may be okay with just a test or something. So, you know, try it. See what happens. You know, call an airline and be like, hey, do you have yeah. these mandates and stuff? Like, see for yourself, right? Try it out. Be a little, have a little courage, right? You know, especially at the yeah. end of this year when, Don't just, you know, like believe, end of the school oh, year, you just graduated from college potentially or uni. Go away for a month. Go to Europe for a month. You know, have some fun. You know, live, uh, spread the good word of Canadianism across the world, right? And everyone loves us for a reason because we're so damn polite. And, mm. you know, it's time to show that we're not just polite. We're willing to stand up for ourselves too. We're polite, but we're not pushovers. Yeah, that's the last thing I want to talk about, like that this this support is spreading all over the world. Um, like mm. we mentioned, there's there's a, a movement now, like a truck convoy in every single Western country, uh, probably every single one that still has mandates. Yeah, and um, in the West, in the West, in the East, I don't know. Yeah, it, it might like that's that's the thing, like because they still have trucks there. Yeah, um, I don't know if they have the same spirit as we do, but they still have trucks, so it's possible. Yeah, uh, I just don't know. I just thing... don't know about the East. I know the West, like the Western world, kind of is doing it, but I don't know about the East. Yeah. Um, one thing that you know made me really proud uh, when I saw. The Canadian flag is now becoming a symbol of freedom worldwide. In, in Dallas, Texas, I saw a, uh, a photo on a highway of people flying a Canadian flag Let's in go. support of the truckers in like literally Texans who are like literally known for being a free, you know, yeah. like, one of the freer states in, uh, yeah. in the U.S. that they're flying our flag, which I thought was great yeah. to see. Some badass, man. You gotta so, send hope. You gotta send hope around the world, man. Yeah, that's it's 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 a real Canadian thing to like. Well, I mean, it's not really Canadian thing because it's never happened before. That's the thing. Well, it's I like, mean, we've been so we've been so much about freedom. No one's ever really thought about it when it's taken away. You know, it's a big fucking deal. True. Like Jordan yeah, Peterson. Well, how how would Jordan Peterson say it? How Jordan Peterson say it? Well, you know, you gave out these, uh, you, you made these promises <laughs> to these politicians that you'd actually do this thing. And uh, now you're actually going back on your word and we were actually willing to trust you. But, uh, you know, you're just lied to us and it's a disgrace. You know, it's really uh, like, man, you can't be doing that, man. It's very like, disrespectful thought, to Canadians. Um, I thought I'd get the damn shot and then it would go away. But <laughs> fool me once. <laughs> fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. And, you know. God damn it. We're going to have a problem here, bucko. <laughs> um, but um, also clean your room. By the way. Oh, yeah. Clean your room and tell the truth, by the way. Mm. I'm a JBP. I'd say I'm a JBP respecter overall. I think he's I, got I some agree. great uh, beginner rhetoric for this. Like, not beginner we rhetoric, can... but like pretty good intermediate uh, rhetoric for this type of stuff. Yeah, like uh, people, like he gets heavily atmosphere. criticized. Like, he's heavy, yeah, like but everyone, everyone either so love popular. him or hate him, right? Everyone who's so popular is very heavily criticized. You really do have to take the good with the bad. Um, mm -hmm. I do yeah, like. I think, I think he's overall a good guy, though. I I I I respect anyone who's willing to tell the truth. Yeah. Right. Uh, whatever whatever part of the truth they're willing to tell, I I really do have a healthy respect for anyone willing to put their life on the line and have skin in the game, telling the truth. Right. And yeah, he's um, definitely suffered he's got, a lot. Uh, he's got autoimmune issues, right? So he's not going to question, yeah. um, I guess, necessarily the science or the efficacy of this type of stuff. And I understand that from that standpoint. But, um, you know, 
So he'll get that criticism and that's a fair criticism for people. Cause again, like, like we're saying, you know, it's the skin in the game thing. You know, you can guess our statuses based on how we talk. So, you know, it's about, it's about having that skin in the game. Right. So it's a fair criticism. Right. And, and I'm sure, mm -hmm. but again, he's a massive proponent for saying this was fucking bullshit and let's, uh, fight these yeah, mandates. I'm sure he's going he's hard big, with uh, it now. He's a big fan of the truckers. I'm sure he's probably very proud of these Canadians here. Yeah, I, I don't hope know he goes to Ottawa. Isn't. I hope he goes. Yeah, I, I know he's doing like a tour right now. Yeah, um, I don't even think he's in, in Europe, Canada but, right now. No, I know, but I'm I really but, hope uh, he just like says fuck it. I'm flying back for like a week or, or half a week, yeah, that'd be good. just to see it, and then going back to wherever he needs to go. Right? That'd be yeah, awesome, this, man. This I'd is really a historic moment. Yeah, I think, I think it's only going to get bigger. Because uh, that's like the next thing we should, we should talk about is well, what happens to this in the future? Like, so obviously after the weekend, it didn't fizzle out. Like, it's there's still more trucks, and there'll um, be more the, coming, I'm sure. Yeah, there's the police are predicting more foot traffic even this weekend. Yeah. So well, if there's counter protesters, there'll be like even more, and I'm I'm sure it won't be. Uh, I'm sure there won't be as much counter protesters as there is like the no. convoy protesters. Because how can like, dude. What the fuck are they counter protesting? Like, Dude, I, I honestly have don't more, know. More Instagram if you guys followers have any idea, counter protest. Yeah, like literally, I have more reach than you guys. Tell me, we're against freedom. We don't like people living freely. We don't like people not living in fear. We don't like people living normally. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah, you're a freak. I don't care what you are. You're you're fucking weirdo. Like, leave me the hell alone. I don't the, go in and the, try to mess with your bodies. Like, leave me the hell alone, dude. And I'm not, okay, that's not, this is, the, again, bodily autonomy. <laughs> we're not talking about another issue that's my body, my choice. You know what we're talking about when we say that? We're not talking mm. about that. That's a whole nother thing. Those are whole different circumstances. We're not talking about that. We're talking about <laughs> individuals who are over 18, who are over 12, who can take care of themselves, who can make decisions for themselves, who are not dependent on anything uh, in order to live. Uh, being controlled by the government in order to live, right? So that is what we're talking about is a separate issue, the other thing. And I just really don't feel like getting into that right now because that's a whole No, we won't. We won't. That's a that's a we should, that's a fucking We should hole. talk about the uh the seed. <laughs> oh the, uh, the guy like the guy the Reddit the, the Reddit seed and like just these, yeah, these Ottawa for Ottawa anyone who's freaking out for anyone who's freaking out about the honking and stuff like you're a fucking idiot. Um, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> just end up. the mandates, or just join them. No, no, Could you be. can. Yeah, end the mandates, absolutely. And if you're annoyed by the honking, wear noise-proof headphones. <laughs> like what? I felt like an idiot. I'm like, why can't these people sleep? Like, don't they have noise-canceling headphones? <laughs> they put a couple blankets on the windows of their apartments, and you have noise-canceling headphones. You probably couldn't hear much. Like. Dude. Well, when they get that ship's horn. <laughs> I mean, when they get the ship's horn, hey, that sucks. But, you know, yeah. and the mandates, dude. What are you going to do? Dude, um, honestly. It sucks these... when the government, it doesn't it suck when people interfere with your life and prevent you from living well? Doesn't that suck, dude? That's doesn't the whole thing. People... They're elitists. They're, they they, they, they yeah, literally live in ivory towers. People, like, rain on your parade, prevent you from making a livelihood and making your lives unmanageable. Isn't that crazy? When that happens outside of your control, doesn't that suck so much? Wouldn't it be cool if that didn't happen? Then the mandates, simple. 
really. It's almost like the whole, like, the social pyramid in Canada has been flipped on its head. If you have like, the, the base of the pyramid, you've got, like, rural truckers and farmers. People Construction that, that, workers. Yeah, like, drivers. these people at the people top are the movers, ones. Movers and shakers, right? Am, like, workhouse where, like warehouse workers. You know, the people yeah. that kind of produce. They make up the base. In Canada. They make up the base, and they are... They're the real Canadian, like the real Canadian culture, yeah. um, and the, the the tip of the pyramid would be those people that live in downtown Ottawa, closest to the power, you know, wealthy because enough they to likely afford have a, job a downtown apartment. Right? Yeah, they exactly. They likely have a job in government if you live. In they the have a job right? that that affords them some type of power. I yeah. I can tell you for a fact these people think so little of farmers out in Alberta they and truckers in Saskatchewan. Is. They think they're dirt. Straight up, they couldn't care less. But dude, the politicians uh, were willing to call all these truckers, all these farmers, all these people like, you know, ridiculous, vitriolic um, yeah. names. Yeah, exactly. Like how, like, did like denigrate them completely and make them look like total idiots for two years. You know, you're expecting people not to be upset about that when your politician is essentially telling you, you who moves food across the country, you who produces food in the country, you who might pe- be packaging the food, you who builds the homes of the people who live in the country, who's probably mm-hmm. built the condos that they're living in right now, you who cleans their streets, you who cleans their sewage, you know, you who does the grind work, this type of work that even I don't want to do, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we expect them these people that these politicians have like totally shit on for two years, not to be angry are movers and shakers and grinders. We expect them not to be angry, but they have every right to be angry. And yeah. you know, we got to stop normally, not appreciating Normally they keep them. them at bay with a, they're at the bottom, right? And now it's, it's flipped. They're in your face now. They're in mm-hmm. your life. And it's not even that bad. It's literally just honking. It's just honking, so, bro. And the mandates. Just end the mandates. We have the given the power back <laughs> to the people. people. Ottawa has been taken over by the honking. And it will not end until the mandates have been removed. Yep. <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't like people larping as bane or something i was gonna larp as bane thinking about larping as bane i was thinking about larping as um mel gibson (laughs) from um what's it called braveheart you know Mm. you bring a big like foam sword or something yeah cardboard sword and wear a kilt and (laughs) just start screaming freedom you know everywhere you go people would probably love it man the boomers would probably love it for a kilt but yeah that'd be awesome nah no it's never cold for a kilt Never too cold for a kill. Where are the, where are the long? We should mention that too, man. like 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 the fact this was one of the biggest protests ever, and it was minus twenty. Oh yeah, every day was minus twenty minimum, plus wind yeah. chill, and it was windy on a lot of the days. Yeah, like like, like so. wind burn, uh, as bad as sunburns, essentially on your face. Like, and we weren't like people weren't wearing masks, right? We're outside. We want to show our smiles, so we're willing to brave that cold to like show our uh-huh. smiles, right? To live normally, and um. You know, it was awesome, but it was it was cold, man, and people still came out like animals. 
like true Canadians, mm-hmm. man. It's a real Canadian spirit, man. Brave the cold for whatever it Definitely. takes. Definitely. Um, people were bringing sticks and with like they had flags on sticks, a lot of people, and they would take the flags off and play road hockey a little bit in the streets. It was kind of cool. Like you're saying, it was a Canadian, like a Canadian, a true good old Canadian block party, right? Absolutely. Um, drink, people were like, you know, more Beer. nighttime, they were like having beers and just sitting by the fire talking to fireworks. people whoever wanted to warm up yeah fireworks fireworks i will say you know a little too close to the hotel windows a little uh <laughs> you know probably should have been more close to parliament doing those fireworks guys um was a little sketchy like staring out of a hotel window and like literally there's a firework right beside the window and it's like i really hope that doesn't shatter the glass because i'm trying to stay here um but if it does so be it and i'll tell you so why be it. the truckers so be are it. out on the streets they're not in hotels, you know, they're not bougie, um, you know, they're, they're on the ground, right? So, mm-hmm. so be it, you know, so be it. Definitely. Um, I think that really wraps up our experience. I yeah. hope you guys enjoyed. Um, do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, I don't think so. I just think, um, just want people to take away that the whole thing was totally peaceful. Um, successful, you should be say. you should be very proud to be a Canadian. Uh, the fact that it's happening. If you had, were like thinking about going and haven't, uh, you should go because it's mm-hmm. it's definitely well worth it. Uh, like, like I was like calling we said it before, um, we'll the be Woodstock of our generation. Yeah, like um, you'll have your head in the cloud. You'll be so happy after you leave. This. Yeah. And again, no drugs. Actually, like I don't do, I don't do drugs or any of that kind. I don't even, I don't even think I, I drank this weekend. Um, but you know, it was like, uh, you know, it was like a like freedom's like a drug, man. Yeah, it's addicting. Feels great. I actually you just want to one one uh quick story. Like, um, yeah, sure. So we were on the way home, uh, about an hour out of Ottawa. Uh, there's a like a highway rest stop, um, and everywhere in Canada you have to wear a mask to go inside, right? Uh, and everybody actually wears them, which is the yeah. even worse. Um, so basically, we stop at this uh, rest stop, and almost every truck in the parking lot has, you know, two Canadian flags hanging off the back. These are all people that have just been at the at the protest in Ottawa. So we we walk into the uh, stop, and about fifteen people in there, only two maybe were wearing a mask, and that's it. And just the energy in this this place was like, like a party, right? It was something else, man. Like it was going back to 2019, and you've just looked around at everybody else, and literally everyone was smiling. Like I don't know if you've been in a group of people where you look around, and just everybody smiles at it, everybody else, because everybody's thinking, "Wow, like no one in here is wearing a mask." Like that moment for me, I was like, "This is the turn of the tide. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. this is like things are changing." So yeah. I think that's a good uh, spot to end it. Yeah. Um, and I, I just have to add, as this is vital, I really do have to add um, one more thing. Honk! 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 Apologies for your ears. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm.